Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And now, here is the living brain to my spider slayer, my friend Eddie. How you doing today, Eddie? I'm doing good. I, I like the living brain. I am honored. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're smart. You're po- you do a great job on the podcast. You've been doing a great job with our introductions and our summaries and... Because you've been doing such a great job with our summaries, uh, why don't you take over and do the summary for Amazing Spider-Man 57? All right. Thank you, James. You're very complimentary today. All right. Amazing Spider-Man 57. The coming of Kazar. Uh, we could talk about that. <laughs> we open with a still amnesia-stricken Spidey swinging around the city looking for clues as to who he is. Aunt May is distraught with Peter's disappearance, while Colonel Jameson is in the hot seat because everybody knows he let Spider-Man go last issue. J. Jonah Jameson is not happy with his son. He convinces Kazar, who recently flew into New York, to capture Spidey. With Peter still missing, Harry is also feeling guilty that he has not treated Peter well lately. He stumbles upon a spider tracker and comes to the conclusion that Spider-Man has kidnapped Peter. And... Now it's time, once again, for James feature on Let's Read Spider-Man, the complicated ladies of Peter Parker's life. James B. Howard! There's really no updates. Um, <laughs> MJ's not in either issue. Hey, while we are stopped for a minute, uh, we need to talk about the pronunciation of uh, Kazar for a moment. Uh, you okay. and I were discussing him before, and we, we had different pronunciations. So I, I did some research and figured out that the character appeared in an X-Men uh, 2009, I believe, cartoon. Really? And oh. then I went and found the segment of him fighting Wolverine and I found it on YouTube. And they're okay. fighting. And while they're fighting, he says to Wolverine, because he talks uh, holistically, he says, <laughs> you cannot stop me, but when he calls himself me, he calls himself Kazar. Kazar. It is pronounced Kazar. K-A-Y. Yeah, because Kazar would need the dash there. You know what I mean? Right. So so it's pronounced Kazar. Now, in the cartoon. So I'm willing to go with Kazar. If the cartoon calls it that, I'm going to assume Marvel Green lit it. That that gives my uh, returning Michigan accent joy. So Kazar. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Kazar. All right. All right. Well, continuing on here, James B. Yeah. Uh, Spidey manages to find Colonel Jameson and Captain Stacy in the search for his past, and they learn that he has amnesia. Gwen shows up and attacks Spidey, thinking he has Peter. Um, Kazar, real quick, she attacks yeah. him by like tries to punch him once or twice and cry, cry, <laughs> yes. cries at him. Okay. Right. She hits him once, maybe, and then that's it. Um, Kazar crashes through a window to fight Spidey, just as J. Jonah Jameson had convinced Spidey to take off his mask. They battle, and eventually Kazar and his uh, saber-toothed tiger get the best of Spider-Man. We end with uh, Kazar carrying a knocked-out Spider-Man from the water. Um, Can we talk about that fight? Sure, let's talk about it. Kazar didn't defeat Spider-Man. Spider-Man had just clocked him really hard and then uh, Zabu knocked him in the water and took took the fight to him in fact later in the next issue Eddie the police will actually even say like oh blah 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 he defeated Spider-Man and one of them says like no 
the tiger did it. And and, <laughs> and they can't have Spider-Man beating Kazar or Kazar beating Spider-Man because then we'll always know which one's better. So this way here, they we don't really know. We just know that the tiger may t- turn the tide. Speaking of people with tigers and animals and things, you like Craven so much. Does this guy remind you of Craven? He reminds me so much of Craven. Craven has had like leopard helpers in the past, if we remember what Sinister Six uh, annual. You know, they're both from the jungle. In fact, Kazar even uses his jungle instincts to kind of sniff out Spidey and to determine, you know, later on in the next issue whether he's lying or telling the truth. James B., did you think they were very similar? I have a few other things to say about this, but. J. Jonah Jameson meets them both at the, at the airport or the docks. Like, hey, I'm J. Jonah Jameson. Come defeat Spider-Man. He's got the same kind of line for both of them. Uh, he knows who they are. They're sort of famous. It does appear that um, they bring animals with them. I, th- I thought about why they would bring Kazar in. The writers would do this. And I think we're not going to see Craven for a long time because if they wanted Craven to come back, now would be a perfect opportunity to go into the same exact situation. And I, I cannot help, I know I expressed many of my concerns about Craven's character last time we saw him, just like what his motivations were and how he was behaving and even how he was fighting Spider Man, too. And I think we're not going to see Craven for a very long time because this is kind of our restart Craven replacement if. They want this guy to hang around. I mean, he is in the next issue, too. He gets two issues. So, I, I don't know. You, I guess you know more than me, James B., but yeah, we'll talk it's going to about... be a while before we see Craven. I suspect. Sure. I, actually, I don't really know when Craven's going to make another appearance. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk more about Kazar, I'm sure, in the next. He makes an appearance in the next issue, too, briefly. Uh-huh. But um, do you want to uh, talk about this issue at all anymore? Or you want to move on? I just, one noted thing, J. Jonah Jameson's cigar flies out of his mouth twice in this issue. Before this, I think it only happened like three or four times out of all the Spider-Mans. Uh, I reserve this for the the like most shocked J. Jonah Jameson. So he has got his emotions on high. And then the other one, uh, Kazar says, I wish Daredevil was here to help me like understand. Did you catch this, James B? I did. I did catch that. <laughs> Poor yes. Daredevil, constantly being used as a consultant <laughs> to whoever needs one. You talk about J. Jonah Jameson and his uh, and his cigar. What do you think of the relationship between him and his son? Because his son seems to be very pro-Spidey and he seems to be very anti-Spidey. I'm surprised it's not more of a conflict. I would never want to sit at their dinner table. And if J. Jonah Jameson has a wife, that poor woman. <laughs> they They don't make it an issue between them, though. He's always like, Dad, relax about Spider-Man. And he's just like, oh, I'll ignore what you're saying. I'm just going to march on. You know what I mean? It's sort of like he's a crotchety old man with a saying inappropriate things kind of. He just lets, yeah, it, he, he, he lets it go. He, like, he brushes him off constantly. It's just not a concern to him. And it seems like it should be a really big deal. But I don't know. I, they probably aren't very close. I guess that's what it leads to us to believe. Well, right? John. John would be even more upset if he knew what happened in issue 58. Why don't you tell us about that one? <laughs> all right, all right. Is, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 58, To Kill a Spider-Man. Uh, we begin with Spidey still knocked out, but he is revived by Kazar's jungle survival aid, and upon being revived, his amnesia is gone. Back at the bugle, J. Jonah Jameson gets a call from his old buddy, uh, Dr. Smythe. He's that nitwit who built a robot to defeat Spider-Man! But he failed like everybody else. Thank you, James B. 
<laughs> Smythe has built another robot and invites J. Jonah Jameson to his lab to control it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aunt May remains ill in the hospital from the emotional exhaustion of missing Peter with Gwen and Harry by her side. Uh, after hearing the story of Spidey's amnesia, Kazar lets Spidey off the hook and heads off to save his saber-toothed tiger <laughs> from the police. Zabu. 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 That's what I keep saying. Yeah, yeah. I forget and, he has a name. And he actually doesn't he doesn't head off to save the tiger from the police. It's it's almost the opposite. <laughs> the tiger is literally just holding the police off because doesn't remember the tiger's there and it's withdrawing its claws and the police are like the tiger doesn't even have his claws out. He's yeah. he's purposely keeping us at bay so he can escape. And so he the tiger is doing all you know he goes back to get his tiger you know what i'm saying because yeah. um, i mean there's a guy trying to climb a telephone pole on the panel with right, the tigers like, right but even there. says like look out it's kazar <laughs> he's trying to save the tiger and the guy says from what all we want to do is get him off the streets <laughs> like and then he goes nuts he smash he's yeah. he breaks their gun kazar hates guns he, he's smashing case not while kazar lives he's bending telephone poles he's smashing police cars and then the guy the guys are like don't try to stop him he doesn't mean any harm and they're like besides the state in england has enough dough to settle up all the damages <laughs> wah, wah, we don't care destroy everything you want send us a check right they're like what they're so, so casual about it. I, I dislike this part so much. It may, Kazar seemed so, uh, uh, you know, he seemed so complex, I guess, guess we could say, because he actually stopped to listen to Spider-Man, something that, like, har- no one hardly ever does. <laughs> and he, you know, clears, Spider-Man manages to clear his name with him. And then he, like, berserker rages like the Hulk or Doc Ock here. And just, <laughs> they're and not the trying co- to fight him. Cops don't care. They're like, man, what a corker. What a corker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talking about destroying the city, why don't you tell us what happens with uh, Smythe and his robot? All right. J. Jonah Jameson sends Smythe's robot around the city to find and capture Spider-Man. When it appears eminent that Spider-Man will be captured, a maniacal Smythe abruptly takes the controls from J. Jonah Jameson and tries to kill Spidey with a deadly ray beam. Spidey can't find a way to physically beat or escape the robot, and so cleverly heads to Smythe's lab, where the robot gets confused by a bunch of spiders and explodes. <laughs> and that's that's kind of that. James B., should the Spider-Slayer have worked, and was J. Jonah Jameson right to work with Smythe? Double that, question. That Spider-Slayer definitely should have hunted down Spider-Man, and I think it did. And J. Jonah Jameson, yeah, this was a this was it. This was his chance to catch him. He he blew it last issue when, you know, Kazar came smashing in through the glass at the last minute. And he had him. He, he, he had him. And this one, he's got Spider-Man dead to rights a couple times. I think this was this was a shocking this development that Spider-Man did not get taken out by the Spider-Slayer. It seemed the way he, the Spider-Slayer got destroyed was a little little questionable for me, you know, with all the little spiders. How about yourself? What do you think about this whole storyline? <laughs> The the way it gets destroyed is absolutely ridiculous, but I think it, it does show like Smythe's rage, which I don't fully understand. You know, someone as smart as him, with all these with this robot and everything, it ends up powering up the robot so much that it explodes from 
a bunch of spiders? I mean, are there are there not other spiders in New York City? You know, but they were all next to each other in one area. <laughs> Spider Man explains it all to the to the to the guys. Like, let me explain to you since I've destroyed your thing exactly how I did it. And for the and for uh, those who, and for anybody listening, just to be more clear. Spider-Man says, like, I'm on my way back to the lab. And they're like, ha ha, we're not at the lab. And he goes to the lab. And then he gets all the spiders in the lab that Smythe has obviously been using in his testing and puts them all really close together. And then Smythe figures, like, what's going on? I might as well turn up the the full the full juice on my spider slayer. And it's like, oh, no, there's so many spiders around me that it <laughs> blows up. What do you think about um, J. Jonah Jameson? We hadn't heard from him for a while. Now he's back. Well... I mean, he's been around. I, I guess we haven't heard from him since the Kingpin. Uh, it, J. Jonah Jameson never fails to be a, like, spineless bully. <laughs> is the words that I would best describe him. And in particular, when he's, when he's with Smythe. I mean, Smythe pushes him aside to, like, blast Spider-Man and kill him. And J. Jonah Jameson gets upset about this because he's like, wait, I don't want to kill him. I, you know, want him to be behind bars. But... J. Jonah Jameson doesn't, like, try to push him back. <laughs> He's just sitting in front of a control panel. And then, like, later on, you know, Smythe is just tearing about the city and going to the lab and turning up the thing. That The fact that he, you know, Smythe has built this robot, too, and then brought it to J. Jonah Jameson for the reward. If Smythe is hurting for money, why is he built? How is he building these robots and has this giant lab? Like, I cannot understand. It, J- James is paying him for it because he gets. He says like same amount yeah. of money, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Ten thousand uh, dollars. Well, I'll tell you who's not getting ten thousand dollars, and that's me and you. Um, <laughs> but we do have to have our sponsors. All right, all right. Let's hear the sponsor today, James B. All right, Eddie. Tired of having to stop what you're doing and go all the way to your daughter's room to kill one little spider? Well, with the all-new Spider Slayer, your daughter can kill her own spiders. The six-foot-tall, 250-pound Spider Slayer could locate one lone spider in the middle of a jungle or a kid's bedroom. Oh no, is there a heavy bed in the way? No problem, it has invincible strength. It can shatter a foot-thick wall to reach a tiny spider. And upon reaching the spider, the spider slayer has a destructo beam to blast the spiders. Just be careful not to blast any spiders on the support beams holding up your house, Eddie. Hey, the spider slayer is the best way to take out spiders. Uh, no, do not use a spider slayer if there's a lot of spiders or the spider slayer could overload and explode. Must be ages five and older. The spider slayer is from Funko Incorporated, makers of Funko Pop. Get yours this holiday season. Eddie, would you consider a spider slayer? Dead serious now. Dead, dead serious. And over. Yeah, to I, control because it's a control part. Someone younger might choke on them. Otherwise, we would license it for a three-year-old, right? I yeah, I think they just don't think little kids should be. It's Eddie. It's two hundred and fifty <laughs> pounds, six feet tall. If you have like a two-year-old, you could break something <laughs> through no, foot-thick walls. Uh. Sarah, I'm, listen. I know you make jokes here. Time. Have you ever been told by your daughter's daddy, daddy, there's a bug in my room? It just happened yesterday. It was like a household dilemma as to who would kill the bug. <laughs> and I was like, well, I have to go up, you know, two small flights of stairs to kill the bug. Right, so, Eddie. Right. I mean, this, is, this is exactly what we're talking about. So listen, Spider Slayer, right? So your daughter's like, oops, Spider Slayer takes over the controls, kills your own spider herself. Yeah, she's going to go right through the floor and then through two walls. <laughs> Well, you I'm gonna have, have a, I'm gonna have a hole the size of Aunt May's hole in her house right now. 
that's that is a problem if that happened. But Eddie, it's just like if your like daughter's like I can't get under the bed, the spider slayer can like lift the bed. You know, if it's like in the wall, it can get to the wall. You know what I mean? Anyway, think about it. All right, Bring, think about it. something to think about. Bringing the robot apocalypse to your house. <laughs> so, um, I got time for a game. You got time for a game? All right, I'm ready to play a game. Uh, let's do a let's do a Lord Plunder game. You know who Lord Plunder is? Lord Plunder. Oh, he. Uh, wait, that is that is uh, Kazar. Correct, Kazar, the guy we're. Talking I was about. amazed. What a what a terrible kind of sounding name too. Lord Plunder. Very evil. Yeah, Very sounds, evil. It's true. It's true. Um, so Lord Plunder, he's uh, he got some things about him, and um, you know, I, I put in. I don't know if you can see this in the uh, in the show notes. I have the words uh, nothing, memory, travel, freedom, specifics, and eyesight. Okay. Yes. Jeopardy-esque uh, looking. Yeah, I'm ready. These, these are our topics. It's up to you now. Here we go. Which one would you like? Uh, one point each. I'll ask you a question. One point each. Which one do you want? Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> okay. Uh, how does Lord Plunder free himself from the unbearable trappings of civilization? <laughs> By ripping his shirt off? Correct. <laughs> He rips off his shirt. To, going to steal a hook from nope, some nope, poor that's, construction. Nope, nope, that's not. He doesn't steal a hook. Don't give me answers. That, <laughs> don't give me that answer. All yes, right. to free himself from the unbearable trapping civilization, he tears off his shirt. Okay. Uh, what topic would you like next? <laughs> nothing. I like okay. this category. Nothing. Okay. If listeners, if you're playing along, you can pause, pause your <laughs> podcast, and then you can try to answer the question for Eddie does. What means nothing to Lord Plunder? Ooh, what means nothing to Lord Plunder? Hmm. Well, he hates civilization. He's coming to settle something with a lawyer. Hmm. Five seconds. Fame, fame and glory. Fame and glory. Money means nothing to Lord oh, Plunder. Oh, I, no. I said so, it too. Offered, offered Why is money. he coming to settle a thing with this lawyer on his estate then if money means nothing? All right, whatever. Next, would you like? Memory. What does Jameson remind him of? Ooh. Careful of the wording. That's, what does Jameson um, remind him of? Oh, that that Jameson reminds me of... That, that Jameson... Oh, it reminds... Uh, Lord Plunder. Oh, he's, he's, he's making fun yes. of Jameson. <laughs> right. When he says it. Oh. I remember this scene, but I don't know. Some kind of jackal or something. I that hope. is correct. I that really? Is correct. <laughs> a human jackal. But yes, full full points. You know, points. Was, I did not remember that. But my. <laughs> you that just is... think like Stan Lee, right? <laughs> Me and Stan Lee, buddies. All right. All right. You have two points. I have one. You got one more. You can do no worse than tie. Would you like? Eyesight. 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 What could this be? He sees a faint trace of webbing how does he describe it oh i looked up this glossomer i'll never this is a great word glossomer like webbing now the correct answer is gossamer thin gossamer thing gossamer thin i said the word wrong you said if you looked it up and you said glossomer we're gonna give you no credit for that one i must be getting sleepy fine Gossamer thin. <laughs> I looked it up too, by the way. All right. 
You have two left. You need one to tie, two to win. Um, specifics. A TV antenna, he says, is like what specifically? Well, he uses it like a catapult, but I don't think he's referring to medieval weaponry. A, a jungle vine? I'll give it to you. It's... Because he used the word jungle, which is nice. He actually is thinking of it like a tree, though. He says a flexible oh. jungle sapling. Oh. But okay. the fact that you said a jungle vine, I think that the intent is a vine is a plant, and he used the word jungle. So I'm oh. willing to give it to you. I'm willing to give it to you there. Okay? All right. You got that. You. You, you know, between right. that and Glossomer, you definitely get one of them. So Glossomer. I'll give you this one. Good All right. God. You have one left. You get this one here. You win. Otherwise, it's a tie. The Lord Plunder uh. Game. Okay. Is my last category travel? It is travel. <laughs> oh, phew. Okay. What are his rules on travel? Uh, he won't go anywhere without his saber-toothed tiger? Correct. Zabu? <laughs> I travel nowhere without Zabu. Congratulations on the Lord Plunder game. Woo! You did wonderful today. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Great job. Great job. Wow. All right. That was, that was, I hope you enjoyed that game. I did. Thank you, James B. Yeah, you're very welcome. Let's, um... Let's summarize what we learned in these two issues. I have three things. Aunt May can pass out just from worry. J. Jonah Jameson really wants to unmask Spider-Man, but not go as far as kill him. Captain Stacy is fascinated by Spider-Man. Anything you come up with? I I think I have only one, and we already know it, but... J. Jonah Jameson is a spineless bully. <laughs> All right, so we really didn't learn that much from these issues. No, not particularly. Agree? I agree. Yeah, I, I mentioned what we mentioned because that's you know, what we come away with, I guess. Um, I was thinking of a segment called What Annoyed Us the Most. Yeah, I saw that. I... I I came up with. I wanted to come up with three things that annoyed me in these issues. Well, uh, have we not covered the things that we've already been annoyed by? That's the. I guess. Nope. Do we not have me. to think of not things. Oh, that, really? It, no, maybe one of them for me. But you know, why don't you go first then? If it's if it's the same topics, hmm. I have different things that annoyed me. Uh, I am annoyed at how uh, the robot blows up from a bunch of spiders in a lab. I just don't think that's a great ending to that robot. Okay. What else you got? Anything else? Or huh, think about it. You okay? Sure. You go, go with one, James B. I didn't like how Kazar with the grappling hook is essentially the same as Spider-Man with a web. He is, yeah. I'm like, well, that's if that's it, then wow, he's basically Spider-Man, right? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I I also was anno- I also was did not like when Harry finds the tracker. And we turn the page. I'm expecting he's going to say Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but he says Peter Parker's been kidnapped by Spider-Man. And I'm like, what? Wait, wait. Did you Several, feel that one? I said uh, That one bothered me a lot. Almost as much as J. Jonah Jameson finding Spider-Man in Peter Parker's apartment as the robot and being like, oh, he's breaking and entering. Like, right. He's burgling. Come on. He could, he could answer his question. He gets so annoyed that he doesn't get answered which is who is spider-man and and i guess my third thing for me would be the just we kind of talked a little bit about the interactions between the police and zabu how 
they're like, oh, there's that cat running around keeping us at bay. And here comes Kazar to destroy all our police things because he's rich and shirtless. Yeah, you know, like, what, what what is this all about? Why is this necessary? Super annoying. I guess my my last one, too. I know I've said it many times about J. Jonah James and spinelessness. But at the end, he's like... Well, you're lucky I don't call the police. And I'm like, why wouldn't you call the police? <laughs> <laughs> because this guy has just destroyed the city. <laughs> well, J. Joe Jameson painted him, as usual. Yeah, I know. It, he's behind it. it. He, he would get arrested also, right? <laughs> yes. He's, he seems to be behind a lot of these problems. I, I did not recall as a child reading Spider-Man and being this aware of how bad J. Jonah Jameson is to Spider-Man. He seems much worse in this reread as an adult. I agree. I, I always I always really viewed him as a side character. Like I'm right because he's a, he is a side character so often in Spider-Man, but then he comes forward in these really awful ways. <laughs> And he's a main character. You know, it always brings out the worst in J. Jonah Jameson. Well, speaking of the worst, at this point, what the listeners don't know is we usually have about four different endings, and I delete <laughs> three of them. So in a moment, we'll end the show with something clever, <laughs> but it will take us 10 minutes to get that one line. So Yes, that's, that's about right. Let's, let's get to there if we can. I don't know why we never planned this part, but... <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll, we'll do a couple. All right. Okay, okay. I always cheat and steal when right off the book. And remember, listeners, the aura of Spider-Man is not easily forgotten. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. And I was reading it and I was thinking to myself, if you're so worried all the time, you might as well collapse because this is supposed oh, to happen. Oh, and then she, was, then she does collapse. Yeah. I forgot. That was one of my profound bulletins, actually, was Aunt May cannot survive without Peter Parker, period. Well, she, he's been gone for like, what, six days or something? Some a, a, yeah. a huge amount of time. But like if he just like it. I know, like, she doesn't know where he is, but, like... Well, if you say, like, if he disappears, she'll true. die. I mean, he's, she's like, how, how old is she? It's never really said, is it? No, it's never. I don't think we've ever learned the age of Aunt May. I mean, but, of course, they draw, what's his name? Uh, Captain Stacy pretty old, right? Yeah, they do. He's got a cane. And he's, right, to make sure you know he's extra old. And he has um, got a daughter who's... In college. Right. She's a science major, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> I like that. I really like that Gwen's a science major. I, I like, like, there's, it's, it's so hard. You know, one thing that bugs me, too, is that their, their, like, shallowness treatment of the women <laughs> so often. But, like, giving Gwen Stacy, making Gwen Stacy a science major is so unusual. You know, they could have done something much more cliche. I started to count how many times uh, Kazar says uh, Kazar in like third person. <laughs> yeah, I noticed he was mm-hmm. he was bordering on kingpin esque illism. <laughs> do you want to do you want to guess how many times he says his name? I don't think it's as many as kingpin. I, I want to say it's like five times. Says his own name. <laughs>
Yeah. Um, when I got to twelve, and I was only, <laughs> really? and I was, and I was only in the only in one issue, I said, I'm just going to stop now. Yep. Twelve times he says. His and then I, date. I stopped. I just was like, he, he, he says it. He says it all the time. He, he can't. He oh, oh I see. He, yes, he does it. He just goes on a tear in every single line. He does it when he talks to Spider-Man, especially. He decides his, to to let him know over and over that I am Kazar. His like look looking for clues for Spider-Man is such so many terrible panels in a row. Uh, it's a terrible the, like these two pages just don't have to exist. When, when he's he's for... trying to smell him. Gossamer. No one can escape from Kazar. Oh my god. In fact, Kazar is alone with his tiger, and he says, The victory should have been won by Kazar all alone. <laughs> I know, he, <laughs> he gets upset at Zabu. And he third persons him. <laughs> <laughs> like I really liked when he sat down with Spider Man and like had a conversation about what happened. That happens so rarely, I feel like. <laughs> And then he goes and does all this idiot stuff all over the place. It's terrible. <laughs> Do you know the cops know Zabu's name? It's Zabu. He left him behind. <laughs> <laughs> the cops know him. Hey, Zabu. The cops they can't figure out that a rampaging robot with Jay Jonah's face on it like, <laughs> is a problem. You know, Jay Jonah Jameson is a problem. We don't have to worry about those things. It's terrible. It's terrible. New York City could be. I thought we were, we were really respectful of these two issues in this podcast. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're trash.